Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome in to a four question Friday here. And I got my Ric Flair four horseman shirt on today, too. Oh, really paying oh, homage. Poor I. More wooing? So much wooing. Can we, can we stop that at baseball games? All yeah. teams, they were doing it like the whole game. I don't mind it sometimes. Like, I get it's fun. But when your team sucks and you just do it for the entire game, it gets really annoying on TV. What is worse, the wave or the wooing? For bored fans at baseball games. Okay, so I hate the wave because it just means you don't care. But wooing is worse because the wave is on TV. You can barely see it. And and if you're in person, it might come in front of you for a, a second. But, I mean, you don't have to participate. Yeah. But, the, but the wooing, there ain't no escaping the wooing. So I think yeah. it's the wooing. I love me some Ric Flair, and I, and I love me some random wooing. And I've been known once in a while when I get a couple drinks in me if I'm – out and about randomly, I might drop a woo and get the and get the woos going in, oh, a, that, in the Mall yeah. of America or something. You know, <laughs> actually, the best is by the way. Uh, this is Purple Daily presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Mackie and Jed Declan on a little uh, hiatus this weekend, visiting some family, and so we are flying this plane ourselves. Hopefully, we don't, we don't crash it. I went to uh, WrestleMania in Miami like nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Seventy five thousand people. I was just there alone. I just bought a ticket, went there alone, and. The whole time in the concourses, before WrestleMania, like during like little breaks and stuff, you walk in the hallway or the concourse, and there's always just random people. Woo! Woo! Just little pockets yeah, of but, wooing. But and- there, and, and there it makes sense, right? <laughs> like there, it makes sense. And, and I don't mind a woo after there's certain teams in, in hockey that score a goal, and then they'll be like, scoring the goal, so-and-so, assist, blah, blah. And at the end, I'll go, woo! You know, that's fine, too. I'm talking about the incessant. Nature at baseball games, so it's fine to do it. I just don't need it for nine innings of a baseball game because it's the Orioles and Twins, and it's unwatchable. That's fair. All right, let's get to question number one here. So, if you're if you're looking around the NFC North here at OTAs, so Aaron Rodgers obviously not at OTAs for the Packers, Daniil Hunter not at OTAs for the Vikings. It's becoming more of a story, and we'll we'll, by the way we'll get to a question about that too. Mm-hmm. The Bears had only one defensive starter from 2020 at OTAs this week. Mm-hmm. And Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell and his barbed wire arm tattoos is at Lions OTAs wearing a helmet during a press conference. 
Rank those four teams and the things that are happening or not at their OTAs in terms of how much trouble are those teams in. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go from the bottom up, okay? So I'll go least trouble at four to most trouble at one. Okay. Four, the Vikings. Because Hunter might show, we don't know yet. Um, it, it'll become much more crystallized when the mandatory mini camp comes around in a couple of weeks. But it's not good, but it's not devastating. And, and it could get, I think it'll get resolved at some point before the regular season starts. Yeah. Three, the Bears. One defensive starter from 2020 showing up at OTAs is not great, but we did expect that there would be teams, and I think we expected more teams um, because the Players Association essentially told the players you don't have to show up for OTAs, or, or actually I think they said we don't want you to. Yeah. So I don't think that's a big problem. I think the Bears need lots of work. Uh, defensively, they're a pretty good team. So I, I'd put that three and that's also because I simply right now like the Vikings more than the Bears. But those two problems are are not huge yet. Uh, two, there's no question. Man Campbell. I, I, Phil, this could be a glorious disaster. As as I got Dan on Twitter. Dan Campbell doesn't just like football. Dan Campbell loves football. <laughs> There was a guy on Twitter yesterday who sent me a note, and he's a thousand percent right. He's like, you guys thought Patricia was fun to make fun of. This is going to be better than Patricia. And he might be right. Like, it's one thing to be rah-rah. It's another to go to a press conference with a helmet on. It's another to, at your introductory press conference, like literally talk about committing crimes against people, which I'm sorry, the last time I checked, taking a bite out of a human being's knee is a crime. It's called assault. Yeah. Um, this guy's off his rocker, which is great. I, you know, which is great if you're a football fan. If you're a Lions fan, it's not so great. But that's my second one. I, I think this could be a glorious disaster because I, there's no way, Phil, that you can separate how he how he's acting in pressers and stuff from who he is. Which means, I mean, this guy's going to try and have full padded practices in like week 12. Yeah, it's going to be man. something disastrous. So anyway, and then, of course, one has to be the Packers. I don't, I'm really fairly convinced that they're going to call uh, Rodgers' bluff. So they're going to try and keep him. I don't think he shows up. I, I don't think he's bluffing. No, but that's the point. But I mean, I think they're going to think that he is. Uh, and, and that contractually, uh, it just makes sense for them not to trade him in their minds. And so I think he does, he does not show up. I, I really am not going to be surprised if Jordan Love or, God forbid, for their sake, Blaine Gabbert has to start in week one. So the Packers, the Packers are still one. But Dan Campbell could be knocking at that door. Yeah. So I actually I saw this list differently than you did. I, I will admit the Packers are number one. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's the reigning league MVP and he ain't showing up. So and they're going to have to figure out how to fix this. I don't think it's fixable. So he's number one. I actually have the Lions fourth on my list because they're always garbage anyways. Like what's <laughs> I love there's it's it's a shorter fall to the bottom for what do they have to lose by Dan Campbell wearing a helmet at a press conference, right? It's not it's not like if Bill Belichick walks up to the podium with a helmet on, I'd be like, "Okay, Bill, I think it's probably time after 20 years we yeah. uh, move on to somebody else." But like the Lions are always a joke. So he's just being a joke like the rest of the Lions teams in my right. lifetime. So right. I'm putting them for I'm putting the Bears three as well, just because at some point those defensive players will show back up. 
Um, they've got some positive vibes with Justin Fields. And so while I'm not fully confident they will be able to maximize a young quarterback based on their history, I think the Bears are going to, once they get people back in the door for actual training camp, they'll be fine. And I'd have the Vikings number two on the panic index here just because we haven't seen Daniel Hunter play in a long time. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him play since 2019. And he had major neck surgery. There's been rumblings about unhappiness with contract now going on nine months. And he hasn't shown, we haven't seen him in a Vikings uniform at a Vikings practice in any form in almost a calendar year. So while I don't think it's fully time to panic because I think they're going to get a deal done and I think he's young enough and strong enough to come back from surgery, we don't know. And this only feeds into the unknown for Daniil Hunter and the Vikings, the fact that he's not showing up. So. I put him a, a little higher than you do on that list. All right, question number two here <laughs> also has to do with Daniel Hunter. So about eight, nine months ago, Ian Rappaport sounded the alarm on Twitter from, from NFL Network on Daniel Hunter's contract situation, and he basically said, hey, just so you guys know, he's probably not going to play on this contract anymore. It's definitely going to be a thing that the Vikings have to deal with uh, when he comes back from this injury. They're, this is going to be a thing. And I feel like most people, fans, media, mostly like the, like the the media basically did nothing with it at the time in and out. It just it was just like a tweet that floated out. You know, you and I did a couple episodes on it, and I think we're mostly told you guys are fear mongering this Daniel Hunter contract thing. So I want sports dad Judd Zolgad here, <laughs> former Vikings beat writer, to to educate all of your sports children. Uh, my question is, what do you have to say to the people that? totally dismissed that Ian Rappaport report from like nine months ago as this is just fear mongering. Well, one, he, he gave you a heads up. So you can't be surprised now by how it's playing out. So one is thank you because like, instead of it being a surprise and trying to find out, is he not, you know, pleased with his contract? Is he still hurt? Rappaport gave you the roadmap to where things stand. Um, but I would say this when Adam Schefter, Pelissero, Ian Rappaport, I can go down a list of probably what five to eight names. When those people have a tweet or a story like this, they are getting it. They, they are not speculating. Uh, they are, they at least have cold, hard facts from someone in this case, it, it's clearly Hunter's, agent and his camp which by the way i i mean i get it he is still he is now i believe the 17th highest paid uh rush end in the, the league he is massively behind the top three which starts with um bosa of the chargers so what i would tell my sports children as children do not dismiss the words of the prophets who bring you the national football league inside information um if somebody had tweeted i wonder if he'll show up Okay, that's cool to be like, uh, you know what, dude, let's calm down. But in this case, this is clearly somebody who is very plugged in. And and here's the other. That, so, that noise you just heard was an alert. I just got an email from uh, NFL Insider saying Daniel Hunter is unhappy Daniel with his Hunter, contract. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> the, the prophets have spoken again. Um, but that note, too, had to be taken seriously. Because one, if you recall, the first part of that tweet, I, I should say, not note, the first part of that tweet was about the surgery. So like Rappaport had talked to the Hunter Camp who said, yeah, he's having surgery. And oh, by the way, he's not coming back to the Vikings unless he gets paid. So and that's, yeah, a, that's a hard you spot. Can't that stuff. You can't. I think lesson learned. 
when 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 the Mount Rushmore, whoever that is right now, and Rappaport and Schefter, I would say Glazer's probably on it. Like when anyone from the Mount Rushmore yep. of NFL insiding or NBA insiding floats something out there, it's legit. It's coming from either a general manager, an owner, or an agent or a player directly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the Viking side of things, it's so hard because you want to you, you want to make it right. You, you're, you're certainly not a lot. I think I've heard a lot of fans say, "Well, he signed the contract; he's got to live with it." Well, okay, yeah, like in a fantasy football league, like an auction league. Well, you got him, got him for twenty five dollars, you know. So you, that's that's the price that he's gonna uh, pay. Um, by the way, that's. That's actually that's Daniel C- Hunter's private C-plane? jet landing right Is now. Is that a seaplane? Yeah. <laughs> a little fresh food coming into Seattle there? Yeah, it's my lunch. They just drop. They just drop the shrimp off. I, man, I envy contact. you. I envy you. <laughs> um, but like, if you're the Vikings, yeah, you want to make one of your most important players happy. You want to be. You want to negotiate in good faith. And if conditions have changed, you're not just going to put your foot down and say, "Well, I mean, you guys are idiots. You signed the contract. You're going to try and find a middle ground and make it work." But he hasn't played in two years. So right. what are you supposed to do? Like you, you can't you can't just make him a twenty seven million dollar player to put him at the top of the edge rusher heap, having not seen him play in two years, right? So there's got to be some sort of compromise here. And here's where I think it comes in. So I I looked at his uh, contract a couple of days ago again, and I guess I hadn't looked at this previously. I don't recall pointing it out. Um, so his contract, the last year of any guaranteed money in that contract is two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two and twenty three. He has none. My guess, and this is where it's going to be a, actually probably a difficult discussion. My guess is that the Vikings are saying exactly what you just said, which is, dude, you didn't play in 2020. You're coming off herniated disc surgery and a neck problem. And like, you're going to come back, but what? And he's going to say, yeah, but you don't have a pass, a good pass rushing end without me. And the fact is, if I come back and play and I risk it, on this contract, right? And something goes wrong. I get hurt. I've got you you could basically jettison me instantly. Yeah. So I think I think the hang up as well as just the the financial look of a contract in which he now trails guys that he probably when healthy is better than. I think the other problem Phil is the fact that he's going to say I need some type of guarantee to come back and play beyond 2021 and that's yeah. where the conundrum lies for both sides yeah it's very interesting it's all very interesting i think the the best solution is to get him more money for 2021 22 and then have another checkpoint while he's still in his prime so that both sides can reevaluate after 2022 or have some sort of maybe there you can build in a games played and uh, I, bonus or i don't know what that would look i think like, you but. need to at least guarantee him cash in 2023 as well yeah so if he fair. does get hurt he still gets paid something yeah um all right question number three is presented by our friends you like that? You like that? at pxg minneapolis so pxg for all you golf fanatics like Bud zolgad you know i love to swing the clubs phil <laughs> you know i love to swing actually i think pxg would want you to stay as far away as possible from their clubs they don't they don't want any association <laughs> he's golfed once in well they pay me years. not to endorse that would be a really good endorsement judd here i'm uh i'm pxg not- has filed a restraining order against me i'm not to come within 100 feet of PXG i will Minneapolis. be golfing forever now for the next 10 years i'll never touch a golf club because of pxg uh, the, new, not to. the new Gen 4 clubs are the best performing clubs PXG has ever made, which is saying something because they make amazing clubs. And you can find clubs, apparel, and uh, just anything to up your game at PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center. 
and pxg.com slash Minneapolis. You like that? You like that? All right, question number three here. So the Lakers got bounced last night in the first round of the playoffs. The, yes. heat, the heat got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. So last year's finals teams are kaput in the NBA. In the NFL, let's take the Buccaneers and the Chiefs off the table. Last year's Super Bowl teams. Let's say the same thing happens. They just get bounced in the first round this year. Who plays in the Super Bowl? So my initial response to this question was going to be from the AFC, the Bills. But then I thought about it, and I thought to myself, you know what? The Bills had a great year, lots of fun. But I don't know if they're going to come back with as good of a year in 2021 as they did in 2020. So I've amended my answer to be the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. The Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. if if he needs to bounce back, he does. But, I mean, I like what he brings. Um, and I think he's a smart enough guy. I think he's going to learn from things that went wrong. Um, I think that they are – they're a solid franchise. So I'm going to go Baltimore versus the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Matthew Stafford. Like, we will now – we've always thought Matthew Stafford is a, a – good to really good quarterback on the Detroit Lions, which, as we talked about before, are a running joke year after year. So what would happen if some year Matthew Stafford escaped Detroit? Well, he has now. Um, The Rams defense has some really nice pieces. Donald is a phenomenal player. So so just for, for the sake of trying to go outside the box but not come up with something silly, I'm going Ravens versus Rams in the Super Bowl. All right, I, and now I think I think the Chiefs are going to go back, but you know sure. it is it is hard to go three years in a row. As the Buffalo Bills found out, they went four years in a row, lost them all. I'm going to go Buffalo on the AFC side if it's not Kansas City. I just love I love Josh Allen and his ability to improv. I love some of the throws he makes just on the run. You know, when you think of teams that that win an extra playoff game or go to the Super Bowl and win it, right? Yep. There's got to be a lot of off-schedule things that happen. like Even like the legendary highlights of Super Bowls, right? It's it's very rarely like perfectly clean pocket for three hours yeah. and like the Kirk Cousins conditions. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Buffalo because of their ability to just make things happen. <laughs> Kirk Cousins shot. Yep. And then this is going to surprise you. Uh, but Vegas has this team in the NFC as the third most likely to win the Super Bowl behind Tampa and the Rams. This team last year was competitive and finished with just a minus 14-point differential on the season, despite losing basically all of their key players and having third-stringer start a quarterback. The San Francisco 49ers, I think, are due yeah. for a big bounce back. I thought of that, too. Absolutely. They are well-coached. They have an amazing yeah. roster, and the question's going to be... And Jimmy Garoppolo seems like all of his public comments, he's like, yeah, I thought about demanding a trade, but honestly, I just want a ball, man. I don't care. You know he tried to, he tried to sabotage their Super Bowl run a couple of years ago, including Trey the Lance, game against the Vikings. But Trey Lance is starting by week eight. There is my opinion. Possibly, I, I saw he gets the start. I don't think they win it, but I wouldn't be shocked if with yeah, how I like well coach they are on that roster. If they bounce back and won like eleven or twelve games and made a run, so I like it. I like it because what division? So that division's really good. I think what division beyond that in in that conference scares you? 
The East is not still not good. Like I think it's going to yeah. be better, but it can't be worse than it was. Yeah, the, um, south, the South is weird because Drew Brees yes. is gone. I do the think south, I think yes. the Falcons are better than they were for chunks last year, and they'll have weapons. So I think I think the Falcons could be more competitive. But um, yeah, I mean, and then if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the AFC, it's like the Vikings are the best team in, in the North. I think there's no question, right? Yeah. If, in fact, if Rodgers gets traded out. Are you even confident in se- like seven teams are going to make the playoffs mathematically? But like the AFC with the Chiefs and with the Ravens and the Bills, and I'm not going to put the Browns in that conversation yet. But I mean, hell, even if like the the Colts are a really good team, and if they can get Carson Wentz playing back to the way he was in his peak years in Philadelphia, maybe they jump up into this conversation. On if Rodgers, if Rogers, Rogers, if Rogers is gone from the conference, I think there's a fighting chance that the last two playoff teams in losing records. Yeah. By the way, uh, VegasInsider.com oddly has the Denver Broncos as like the the eighth or ninth, it's like the ninth favorite team on here at twenty to one, right behind the Packers at eighteen to one. I think this is a hedge. I think the Packers would be a lot higher. The Packers are seventh. Yes. Below the Browns, Niners are their eighth. And I think they're speculating on Rodgers to the Broncos elevating oh. their chances. I think. Very interesting. George Payton like will be that? very pleased. You like that? Vikings, by the way, are about, I don't know, 17th or 18th here at 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Right there with the Titans and the Bears also at 40 to 1. Yeah, that, that makes no sense for the Broncos unless there's something going on. Do you really think. This is a side question here because I actually do have a fourth question that I want to get to. But mm-hmm. um, forty to one for the Vikings. If you ran this season forty times, do the Vikings win the Super Bowl once? I think they do. Once, yeah, for, yeah. forty to one. If De- if Denver is what eight, did you say eighteen to one, twenty to one? Denver is twenty to one, twenty to one. Okay, if the Broncos are twenty to one in that conference, why wouldn't the Vikings be higher? And, and I'm, I'm not defending them, yeah, but I mean, there's there is no way that Vegas is looking at Drew Locke and being like, hey, he could he could come around. <laughs> no way. So Teddy, yes, that would definitely Teddy, be Teddy them. Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, you Drew like Locke that? and Teddy. Like We're coming to town. Joint practices, baby. Yeah, Joint practices. The Broncos. Teddy's gonna Teddy and Mike. What, what if Mike won't won't allow him to leave? What if Mike reunites with Teddy and he won't allow him to get on the plane to go back to Denver? Just kidnaps him. I love you, Teddy. I've puts always him loved a, you. Puts him in a number. It eight. could be the last chapter of the book. Puts him in a number eight jersey. Is Kirk <laughs> Cousins wearing gloves now? What's happening? Uh, all right. Question number four here. All right. Would you rather be filthy rich and live four hundred years ago, or be Dirt poor, but live today. Uh, the prospect of being rich sounds really enticing, but four hundred four hundred years ago, four hundred so, years ago. So we'd be talking about. So what is that? That would be like the the sixteen hundreds. I'm just going to yeah. Google what was life like in the sixteen hundreds. So life expectancy Google. was like thirty. So you'd be dead for twenty years. Yeah, it'd be it'd be, it'd be tough. For I'm you. I'm going dirt poor. Um, here's the thing. Because this is still, at the end of the day, such a great country. Even if I'm dirt poor, I could come up with something. I could create something that would make me filthy rich. 
Well, now, maybe. Yeah, it's true. Like, the technology. Like who knows? Technology, I, I, you know what? I might be a genius. Who knows? You can so, still do Purple Daily probably, or you just yeah, have to fire up your phone. Uh, you know? and, and selfishly too, the problem is if I go back to uh, my existence being, you know, let's say 28 to 30 years of age, 400 years ago, there's no sports. Like, like I think sport was killing people. <laughs> That's not something I want to see, and it's not something I would enjoy. So I'm going yeah. dirt poor now with the prospect, with the prospect that being in America, I could find a way, find a means to turn my life around. You know, it's very difficult because I think I've, I've I mean, you'd be dead. So, he, I've grown so accustomed to Twitter. Twitter is the difference maker. Air conditioning, mm-hmm. driving in a car, you know, all these things. You get a horse. A I, I think my, my biggest thing would be I, I lean toward just being rich and experiencing a different time in history because I'm. Yeah, but not I, 400 very years ago. About I'm with you on that, but not 400 years ago. I just wonder, like, what did people do? You know, like. Every, all the jobs were just workmanlike jobs, but you've already got. But you're filthy rich, so you wouldn't have a job. You wouldn't need a job, right? You wouldn't. You wouldn't work. So you would just be able to, like, right now, if you're you would, if you're filthy rich, like for me, if I were filthy rich, I would still love to talk Vikings every day. But I would just I would golf like 36 holes a day, and I would kick back and watch uh, Netflix you have, documentaries like at night. Being being like fanned, yeah. But the problem no is like I don't think they golfed in the 1600s. No, no they, um, they killed people. That, you, that was you, sport. You couldn't watch Netflix. Yeah, if you had an argument with someone, you'd walk watch, out on the street. Couldn't watch and... Netflix. Invent TV. <laughs> Change the course of history instead of it being like 1920. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think it would be really like the 60s. If I had grown up or been around, I think that'd be so interesting. The Roaring Twenties, right? Like, but 400 years ago. The other I, I problem probably with the, wouldn't take. I'd probably take like eighteen, eighteen sixty on, but nothing besides that. I would just think, you know, think about four hundred years ago. Even living in Minnesota, like it's ninety degrees this weekend. It's a you know, heat wave. Yeah. People didn't have air conditioning, so what did you? If, if you're living in, if you're living in a warm climate of some sort in the summertime, and you got to wear like all the men wear all these layers. I was going to say that's like, the thing is just, go back and look at pictures. Too. You know, people people are, probably yeah. smelled terrible 400 years ago, but they look know. good. But I mean, they were dressed nicely, <laughs> and they never smiled in photos or paintings or whatever. Oh, they were very, very serious. Life, life probably picture. sucked. I'm going dirt poor now. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going filthy rich. Send me back 400 years ago. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna figure I mean, out how be to fill my day. <laughs> I know. The life expectancy rate says you're dead. I would have gotten smallpox and died 10. Declan years Declan would have three years left. <laughs> it's amazing. And by the way, the people who were 25 looked like they were 50. They yeah, all started getting gray they knew hair. They were gonna die. Were, yeah, it's terrible. All right, those are your four questions on this Friday. Um, don't forget too, we have the brand new score North app for you to check out in the Apple or Google play store free to download. It's got all of our content, whether it's purple daily, Mackie and Judd, Judd's written work, the scoop of doogie, et cetera. Check it out. Let us know what you think. There's a feedback tab. You can send us a quick message, a video, a photo. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the new score North app and we'll see you guys tomorrow on purple daily.